Yeah, it is a loaded up Friday. It's a loaded up weekend. There's a lot of things going on, but hearing Chris talk about LAFC playing for the MLS Cup starting tomorrow, right at yep. the bank, one o'clock. You can listen to the game here. Um, it rem- they're they're playing Philly. Philly's in the middle of everywhere. They're in the World Series. Mm-hmm. They're in the MLS Cup. They have an NBA team that's that's highly competitive. They have the best NFL team in the league right now. Yep. They're at 9-0. and They're the only team that hasn't lost a game. Every it, It's weird how it happens where everything kind of comes up for one city. We just kind of had that. We're on the back end of that. Dodgers won the World Series. Rams won the Super Bowl. Lakers won an yeah, NBA championship. Right. Like They all won a title in about an 18-month window, and we had all three of them. It comes and goes really quickly. Yeah, it is. Um, and that... Every sport that you're watching, they're talking about it. Yeah. If you're watching the Phillies, they're talking about MLS. They're talking about what the Eagles are doing. If you're watching an Eagles game, they're talking about what the Phillies are doing. So it is kind of a unique window, cool window. It doesn't happen often. When it does happen, especially in three different sports, that's that's pretty impressive. I'll be honest. When the when we were spoiled here in L.A. a little while ago, I was not savoring it the way that I should have. It's like, hey, Dodgers are in the World Series. Hey, Lakers just won a chin. Now, granted, one was in a ballroom in Atlanta, and the other one was in Texas against a team from Florida. That, I think that has a lot to do with it. It does. You didn't, you, didn't have, you didn't have parades. You didn't do this. There was none of that. But even the Rams Super Bowl, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, we're just going to go to the Super Bowl now. It's like, just you take it for granted so quickly that you had a title in the three biggest sports in this country, bang, bang, bang. Doesn't doesn't go like that. That's a very LA thing. I think it's just because, like, use MLS as an example. If LAFC wins tomorrow and they bring another championship to LA... How many championships do the Lakers have in Los Angeles? How many championships do the Dodgers have in LA? How many championships do the LA Kings have in Los Angeles? Like USC, their success. Uh, listen, it's not the best example, but I'll, I'll give you. A, there's a point to this one. How many championships do you think San Diego has as a city in professional sports? I think it's zero. Right, it's zero. Yeah. So you kind of think of, we were talking about this, if you ran a, um, if the Nationals, when they got one, or when Braun got one for the Cavs and it was for Cleveland, it was like, okay, hey, you got one, you don't need one for X amount of years. LA is really, truly, honestly, one of the only cities in the country where it's like, yeah, but when's the next one coming? <laughs> you and I, like, literally, it may have been the very first show we ever did together. And this was long before the Travis and Sliwa show. It was you and I were coming in after the Lakers and the Heat playing in the finals, and we were doing a little live program because we were doing network at the time. Yeah, yeah. So we came yeah. in and do it. And after they won it, do you were half the calls were, yeah, but what's going to happen next year? It mm-hmm. literally was the day after. And it's, yeah, I don't know if we can bring these guys back. I don't know if this is the right. It's like, wait a second. Does they 20, won 12 hours ago. Does 2020 not seem like it was Lifetime. 18 seasons ago? Lifetime. I think I was hanging out with Jerry Jones. When you that were happened. with Jerry Jones. I think it's the same the night before. It is weird how it just kind of all came at the same time, and it's like, yeah, okay, when's the next one? It's like maybe not for quite some time. <laughs> the the Dodgers are probably the most set up to get one sooner than later, but yeah, they they haven't. It's 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 a weird time to be in L.A. Santa Barbara and Tom. He's got a a, a belated ask. Slee, what's up, Tom? Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, can I ask Travis a quick question? Of course. Before my ask, Steve. Yeah, what do you got? Um, so, Trav, you and I are both uh, Gaucho alumni, and mm-hmm. we were there about the same time. Best meatball sandwich you could get was at Giovanni's on the corner. Not or bad. Down in the, you know, 
Remember? Not bad. And then they also they also do a side of meatballs with mozzarella over the top, and then you get the garlic cheese bread. Next time you come up to Santa Barbara, I live in Carp. Okay. And there is still a Giovanni's in Carp. I'm going to buy you a side of meatballs and garlic cheese bread. Yeah, it's, that's a good. You could be there good. about 2.45. Yeah, just give them. It <laughs> takes right. about an hour and a half. Might hit some traffic on a Friday. Yeah, let's call it 3. 3 o'clock to play <laughs> safe. Yeah, I'll take you no up worries. on that, I'm Tom. Thank you. you. I'm there for you always, Trav. Appreciate it. So, Slee, here's my question. Cap- I need you to paint a picture for me because mm-hmm. it's important. When you get your big favorite burrito, mm-hmm. name your burrito, whatever it is. You can tell me what's in it. Do you uncork it first with a bite, or do you layer a little salsa on top? Because without the hot sauce, a burrito is just a big doughy, beanie, meaty thing. So do you uncork it, or do you layer the hot sauce over the top first? Go. So I would get a California burrito. That's number one. And number two, yeah, you got to sacrifice one bite. One bite, I'm uh, I'm just going to take a bite. It's dry. It's not the way I'd prefer it. Hopefully the guacamole is up on top. It's further to the top and not not down you gotta, at the bottom. You gotta, you're, you're, you're on to it, right? Let me get that first bite. Now I'm in play. Now I'm in play from there. Because what, the what I don't want is, because the hot sauce, this is going to happen. It's going to start streaking down on the first bite. It's already streaking down my left hand because that's where I'm holding the burrito. <laughs> the right hand is pulling the hot sauce, so I'm taking a bite first. It, I, I think that, can I give you a little pro tip? No. Because you're right about like the stuff you want inside. Sometimes when they roll it, it's just like on one side, right? Yeah. But if you very care, kind of, kind of, no, kind of squeeze it just, a, just a little. You don't want to blow it out. Yeah, you can't have a blowout. That's no good. But just kind of squeeze it and kind of make sure that everything kind of goes where it's supposed to be. It's that not sounds, a bad way to do it. But I love the term uncorking. We're, I'm calling it that from now on. You got to uncork the burrito. It's got to be done. Should be punctured. Is there like a way to puncture it? <laughs> yeah, puncture's good too. <laughs> we need something that that. <laughs> Un- uncorked and punctured are both really good. I like I like both of those. All right, Rams uh, pregame show eleven thirty. Yeah, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings countdown to kickoff, starring Kirk Morrison and myself. Uh, we'll get you going eleven thirty. Rams and the Bucks. Um, Rams are three and four. Bucks are three and five. It's it's obvious. It's cliche. Whatever you want to say that whoever wins this game feels like they still are kind of in it, but it really does feel and maybe not. Well, this so is much the first for Tampa, time for you. It, it does feel for me right mm-hmm. that. You can't be three and five. Tampa stinks. This is the thing. This I know Tom Brady's a big name. I know Mike Evans is a big name. You know Leonard Fournette's name, Tristan Wirfs. Like I know there are names you recognize, right? They're not very good, Al. They're they're a lot like the Rams. Names you recognize, and they're not playing very well. If they they beat Atlanta, they've beat Arizona, they've beat uh, who else did they get? They got one other game in there that I'm blanking on at the moment. They they need uh, Carolina. They need to beat a team that they're supposed to beat because all the other games are coin flips. This is a game where they're probably playing slightly better than their opponent. If they can't win this game, they're three and five. They're looking up at Seattle. They're looking up at San Francisco. It really does feel like it could be the end of the line. So right out the gate, if you remember, Tampa won the first two games of the year. They beat Dallas on the road, by the way. They won at New Orleans. They've lost five of six games. That's where they're sitting right now. They've lost five of six games so far. And a lot of this, and the reason why I mention it is because the Rams are struggling too. They don't really have any good wins on their schedule. The The difference here, the only thing I'd say about Tampa, they're also losing to bad teams. Pittsburgh beat them, right? Um, Carolina beat them. That's just another example. At least if I want to give the Rams one thing, they're not beating any good teams. At least they've kind of taken care of some of the other bet. San Francisco, I think, is a good football team. You lost to them twice, right? For sure. Um, Dallas, I think, is a good football team. You lost to them as well. You've lost to teams that 
tell me and you you're not going to compete for a Super Bowl. You're not you're not, not like beating this. good teams. Tampa's in kind of this spiral. I mean, if there's and they've had good enough luck. The 49ers needed a win last week. They got lucky that Rams were on their schedule. I almost feel like this could be the same thing for the Rams, that Tampa's on their schedule, because they've had Tampa's number since... Uh, There's such a weird spot, because they're not playing well. Uh, Cooper Cup has a ankle injury. We'll, we'll see if he's effective or do, not. Do you think they're... That's kind of funny. When How cautious do you think they are with him? I think they try to win the game. Uh, we, so not that cautious? I, you play him like he's 100% ready to go. You, mm-hmm. you, you can't be cautious at this point. You don't have the luxury of being cautious. You're under 500 at the halfway point of the season. It is there's there You're outside of the playoff picture by two teams. It's not like you're right behind. you got to jump over two teams to get in. One of the teams you're trying to get over has already beaten you twice mm-hmm. along the way. There is no, hey, let's slow play this and hope it, you, you have to try to win the game. You don't do anything crazy. Well, but, but, that, but that's going to answer its own question. Because if he's 60% of Cooper Cup... You're going to see it. Oh, sure. Right? Like He's the only one that can move the ball. That's what I'm saying. It's, you're going to, if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're saying to yourself, okay, well, hey. he don't look like he's 100%. It, They're going to actually have to go to some of these other guys. We know what that's looked if like. If he's 60%, they've got no shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, because who's running the ball? Cam Akers might be back. Can that's you recover so that fast from that ankle injury? They've got things that can make you feel good for a few hours. Right, I mean that that's just life in the NFL. That that's how it works. I'm not saying he's going to do it. I'm just saying that they exist. Jack Daniels, or right? Like no, Tord all seems to be the 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 one of choice. I know I've had some NFL friends along the years that have said, "Oh no, no, you could have a bullet wound and play with that stuff going." It's it works. Okay, so we'll we'll see if it happens. Um, but without him, yeah, is Allen yeah. Robinson going to have a day? No. Is Cam Akers going to? By by the way. Can I tell you something about the Cam Akers? Emily, what was the line? Like, well, I didn't want to not play football. Something like that. I didn't ask to be away from the team. That that was one of those things like, dude, come on, man. What are you doing? Just say, I'm thrilled to be back. I can't wait to play. I want to go and show everybody what I'm all about. Not 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 this. The, you have it, Taylor? Yeah, I let's... never asked to not be a part of the team. I never asked to not play. I never asked to not practice. So, so that was Sean's decision. I don't know whose it was. It wasn't mine. That does not sound like somebody who's ready to go out there and show the world that he's ready to play football again. That's somebody that still wants to win the fight. No, that that sounds... Look, it makes most sense now that the trade deadline is over that he gives himself an opportunity to play for the Rams and see if he can continue to... They have they literally have no backs that are a threat. You thought Cam Akers would potentially be a threat before the season started. They both need each other. Both sides need each other. It's not one of those where this guy's got leverage or the team has leverage. Um, yeah, it's probably just the comment of, I can't I can't wait to get back on the field. That sounds like... football. Th- that's not what it sounds like, right? Well, it sounds like maybe it never got resolved. Maybe there's still all. both sides are upset at each other. But like I said, they both need each other. <laughs> this is like you and your wife have been living apart. She's yep. letting you move back into the house and somebody says, so you guys going to be all right? Well, I don't even know why I was out in the first place. Um, this is not going to work out. <laughs> if you don't know why you were living at your buddy's house, sleeping on his couch for two weeks, and you're coming back in, well, I don't know what her problem See was. See if she changes. Yeah, I don't I don't know what she was mad about. Yep. Yeah, you might want to start looking for your own place. That's a lot what this thing feels like along the way. All right, um, Dodgers have a couple of important decisions to make in a pretty short period of time. Like mm-hmm. We're talking a couple of weeks along the way. I want to do that, plus... Um, 
Can I buy you lunch today? I feel like you need uh, you need a little economic assistance after what you I went could. through yesterday. Yeah, I could. I, I may use, uh, I may buy you a meatball sandwich. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Emily and I were both particular fans of this tweet from one of our most loyal uh, tweeters, Lee, Tim from the OC. This is why I love Al. The amount of curiosity he has in life is so minimal, it's hilarious. It has nothing to do with you, Trav. Slee's just not a curious person generally. Emily can walk in with Taylor Swift and Slee wouldn't even blink. <laughs> I kind of Emily, you you need to pick all of your top one percent Taylor Swift um, <laughs> influence and somehow make it happen because I want her to come in here and see Al's reaction. I'd to probably it. be like, uh, so is a friend from home or <laughs> what do you what do you do for a living? <laughs> yeah, hey, you look familiar. If I met you before, you, I feel like I've seen your face somewhere. Part of good Emily's karma. <laughs> Part of good karma. You work in the traffic department Did or you- what do you do? You used to work for an ad agency. I feel like we've talked to each other before. You look very, very familiar. You're digital marketing, don't you? Speaking of which, I did get a notification from Spotify that I was one of the one top one percent, like first people to listen to her album. So uh, got that. Well, in yeah, you got up at three o'clock in the morning. I I believe you. I mean that that is that is a level of dedication that is. Um, if Spotify said you were something. Three percent, three percent. I think she'd be very disappointed. I'd be disappointed. She would go to Pandora, pay for the commercials to be removed. Service. That's right. That that she She would would change her life. Rate at uh, Spotify. She'd take a week off and just say, "I I got." What if you had? Let's ask. If you had not been in the top one percent, if you'd been the top ten percent, you'd be like. Would it bother you? I'd be like, that's not, that seems wrong. <laughs> I was like, that, your data seems off here. Because I was like, I, I tried to load it right when it t- uh, went to midnight. So Just questioning Spotify's It's like, eh, you didn't that well. <laughs> Spotify's algorithm sucks. I was up at 3 a.m. <laughs> taking this thing down. And how in the world? You're telling me that there's I somebody in Indonesia? I could see her in a meeting Indonesia? with a board of directors. <laughs> Says BS. Get me, Mister Spotify. Absolutely stinks. You doing all right over there? You look. Uh, you look like you're. Yeah, yesterday. Going through an emotional crisis yeah, or an economic one, going, perhaps. Not going on. I appreciate you offering lunch. I got the mirror. Got the mirror finally fixed. Oof. Yeah, got the mirror. Full, By full, the way, can I say this? They cut you the Allen. They give you the Allen sleeve with discount. Could I say this? They were very generous. Uh, Matt Unger, Alexis Santa Monica, uh, obviously been a partner for years. Okay. Could I say this, that for those who are trying to work with one mirror, uh-huh. highly recommend two mirrors. 
<laughs> highly recommend it. I mean, man, does it make your life easier. Put them on both sides. You know what I mean? <laughs> churning, your, churning your complete shoulder over just to see what's going on is a lot of work, and you could avoid a lot of that work with just another mirror on the left-hand sure, side. Sure, But I got all the whole car serviced as well, did the about 130,000 miles. Oh, they got you. Needed to do it. No, and then Needed not, to like, get it not in illicit, but it's like, hey, oh, you're no, due you got for it. this, 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 and yeah. this. Oh, they put and, the, yeah, and the mirror. Yeah, was, was it, did you have this. to fold the invoice in half to get in the glove compartment? <laughs> That's how you know it's bad when they go, well, here's page one of the, uh-oh. Oh, no. It was stapled. <laughs> I was going through the pages. Yeah, like, oh. Hey, at least you have somebody that you can trust, right? You know that they're not taking you to the hoop. You yeah. know that this is the, w- the way to do it. Because Had to get it done. But like- life is different with a second mirror, just to give everybody a heads so, up on okay. that. So, okay, not to get into your personal finances, okay. but is this one of those, you know what, let's stay in tonight, I just bought the mirror kind of weekends? Well, it didn't help because, remember we were thinking of, um, so I kind of explained yesterday. So, like San Monica, Monica, go out there. I'm like, all right, if I'm going out there at 2.30 in the middle of the day, we might as well just kind of make a day out of it, stay out here. So I went out to Malibu, did a hike, right? Same type of thing. I'm already out here. I'm going to spend two hours trying to get back to Pasadena. I might as well just stay and then wait. So to answer your question of, well, what did you end up? No, I ended up just eating dinner out there. Okay. So it's not like it it, it, it didn't uh, change my decision on it. Now, over the weekend, will I have some rice and ramen? <laughs> Probably. Hey, Trev. Probably. Uh, remember that? So Jorge brought in a big bag of oranges yesterday good from his tree. By the way, delicious. I had I had three of them on my drive home yesterday. How my much car juice? Smells like how, an much orchard. juice <laughs> how much juice was over you? all over you? So I very strategically, I thought ahead. Because that's not easy. I knew I was going to break. I knew I was going to eat them on the way home. So I brought a bunch of paper towels in the car, kind of laid them on my lap, peeled them before I started the drive, drive okay. out of here. No, that's right? good. But it was, it was a great way to do it. You should have him bring you a bag today just to make up for the meal. That way you can have some nice fresh fresh fruit. Feel feel better about yourself. Yesterday came in, and somebody had ate an orange in their studio, right? Yeah. Where burgers, where Emily's, where all that. And the first thing you and I, first thing Amazing. you and I said when we walk in, we're like, why Why is somebody not having an orange every day in here? It's pretty good. It's the best smell. It's not um, a bad way. I to love do how it. this morning. So I was eating uh, my bagel here at my my spot before the show started, and Travis walks in and it's like. Is it French fries? I thought I smelled fries. It smelled like something fryish adjacent. It was just kind of funny that you're like, ooh, my, my it, interest it is me. peaked by French it, fries. It hit me. I, I did. I'm like, well, there's something in here that's not usually in here. Yeah. But it was it was good. It was an Asiago cheese bagel, but I was like, hmm, interesting. French fries at, uh, you know, 10 in the morning. No, no wrong nice. way to eat Did French you come up to her and say, what are you eating over there? No, What's I didn't. What's going on I, over there? I didn't see her. She was in a place where she typically Take isn't. a bite. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Look, I got a lot of bad habits. That's not one of them. Save me you, a bite. I told you the story um, when we we went when we used to do tour stops when I worked with Jim. Second Jim story of the day. That's a that's a record. That doesn't happen very often. Um, we went on a trip to go do it. I think it was in Salt Lake. And usually we'd come in, we'd land, we'd go to dinner with like the PD of the station mm-hmm. or the general manager, whoever, somebody important from the station. And we go to dinner and we're sitting there and it's it's a nice dinner. We're having, we're having a very nice time. And the, the guy, I've known this guy that I'm sitting next to for 20 minutes at this point. We, we, we don't know each other. No way. No way. And he says to me, I, I don't even remember what it was I was having, but I was having something. Okay. He was having something. He goes, oh, that looks really good. I'm saying, yeah, it's not too bad. He goes, can I have a bite? Like, dude, we, 
I mean, yeah, because I'm I'm trying to be nice, sure, and not didn't wait for me to cut off a piece of it and put it on his plate. He just reached over with his fork and took a bite of it. Power move. Yes, power <laughs> move, disgusting move, germ spreading move. It was wow. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, I'm like, kind of trying to kick him under the table. Like, are you seeing what's happening here? This guy's eating off my plate. That's a that's a straight up. That's a we're in a relationship. We've been in a relationship for ten years. It doesn't matter. You met the guy for twenty minutes. If you and I are sitting here, and you might say, "Hey, can I try whatever it is that you're eating?" And I would, I would kind of be like, "Okay, sure." You know what? Let me cut off a piece of steak. If your fork came to my plate, it was aggressive. It was. That's very aggressive. It was. It was. It was, it was probably like salmon too, I, I, where the gosh, fish kind of fell. <laughs> it was soup. <laughs> have you ever heard? Have you ever heard? I got to get this story right here. Who was it? It was Michael. Yeah, I think they've said they've told the story on there. You ever heard the story of Michael, Michael Thompson? And, Michael and Billy Mack. A soup story? I don't think so. All right, I gotta. I want Michael to tell it. I don't know if I. So, real quick here, they're you know obviously they're traveling, all the games for the Lakers, so they spend a lot of time together. Sure. All these guys. I think, I think it was one time Billy Mack was telling a story that he had ordered some soup, and then he left the table for a second, and the soup actually came. Okay, and when he came back to the table, the soup was like like shaking a little, little bit. There was like some ripples, right? Like, like a the, wave. Like the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. With yep, the- <laughs> yep, exactly. So he's like, well, what the hell just happened? I think Michael, if I understand the story correctly, put his finger in the soup to try this. Are you kidding me? My, wait, hold on. That, just so I have the the, the order of uh, I Michael. Think, I think John has told Michael the story before. I, I believe so because Michael is the same one that wants to eliminate handshakes and go to the bow, so he doesn't have to touch people. Yeah, but he'll stick his finger in someone else. He wanted soup. to try the soup. It was a fresh bowl, right? Fresh I, bowl, yeah. brand new bowl. I'm okay with. Hey, I and there I've, was the, just the ripple effects. That's what kills me. Billy Max like, wait, something I think happened here. <laughs> <laughs> That's aggressive. That that maybe maybe it was Michael I sat next well, to in then, Salt Lake. I but didn't then, know it. But then Michael then responds with the story of telling Billy Mac, yeah, but every time you grab the bread, remember oh, I told you this? A, yes, but that's that's where a, he has to hold the loaf of bread no, Michael. to rip off a piece of bread, and Michael's like, Well, use a knife. First Don't of all, touch my side that I'm gonna use. And I actually kind of get both sides of it. No. How do you how do you disconnect the bread? You're asking a fine question, but the bread is a communal thing on the table. We're all eating the bread. Okay, and if the bread hasn't been sliced all the way through, somebody's got to rip the bread apart, right? It's understood. It's not my loaf of bread. It's not yours. It's ours. That's my bowl of soup. Okay, you can't. You can't. Ha- soup is not a shareable item. Yeah. Like if you want to cut off a piece of steak or a bite of your burger, here's a few of my fries. Soup could be shareable in this regard. In two separate bowls. <laughs> in this regard. Hey, can I? Let's say he has not had any soup yet. Yes. And you have your spoon. And if you ask, if I go, hey, Trav, can I try your soup? I wouldn't do this. <laughs> but I would take, if I took, the, the the spoon has not been used yet. It's a clean spoon. Clean spoon. <laughs> I go in, I take one bite of soup. I take one, one spoonful of soup and I eat that piece, I, I eat that, that spoonful of soup. I don't think it, that's a problem. It, it is. <laughs> because it's it's aggressive. I wouldn't ask. I, well, 
it's not a germ spreading moment, but it's a you've deeply upset me for the rest of the meal moment. Like get your own bowl of soup. Now if I if I took the Split soup, it. let me pour a little in your water. If I glass. took the soup and I moved it towards me, your soup, and a little potato kind of fell off my lip back into the bowl, and I gave it back to you, then that could be an issue. Dude ate off my plate. Ate off my plate. That's aggressive. Oh, yeah. Can I have a bite? Uh, sure, I get big scoop. I'm like whoa. Guess we're doing that. All right then. There's halibut. <laughs> he puts the piece of God, bone back on your plate. <laughs> it was it was a lot. I was I was rattled the rest of the uh, night. I'm not gonna laugh. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys, uh, do you remember the pizza place that Chris had the pizza brought in, right? Of course, yeah. Prime pizza, amazing. Terrific. Last night, I went there again. Did you really? So I went to, I got a drink with my friend in the arts district, and then I like, we were leaving saying goodbye, and I was like, oh wait, I think the prime pizza is like right around the corner, and I wanted to try it out. What'd you get? Got two uh, square slices of uh, spicy pe- spicy pepperoni. It was good. I bet it was. It was a little too spicy though. Like that like it's like it's like in the sauce. I don't like So you want the square, like the more the pan kind of style yeah. situation. A little thicker, a little chewier, a mm-hmm. little more crispy. bread-based. Edge pieces yeah, too. Edge yeah. Yeah. That doesn't get crispy. That's more doughy On than the crispy. End? No, On the, the end thick there? she's talking about the square pieces. Oh, the, got it, got yeah. It, got it. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Very much uh don't regret my decision. It was an amazing <laughs> choice. Do you put pepper flakes on yours? On Usually. Pizza? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yes. And I could do spice. I like spice. is not a bad way to do it either. So, a Welsh beach um, using Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows uh, where Dobby dies um, has asked people to stop leaving socks at this grave site because it's disturbing the natural habitat of this beach. So, it got me thinking that Harry Potter adults can be a lot. Uh, So, Harry Potter fans are the most annoying fandom out there. Travis, Fatrick Cap. Okay. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever encountered such a person. Adult Harry Potter fans like, oh, Honestly, what house no. are you in? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what that means. Like, what, what you're like the house? Is that a you pick a house? Yeah, Slytherin, Gryffindor. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. I, I truly had Slytherin. Slytherin, like yeah. I slithered in the back door, like exactly. that, that kind That's of deal. What it is, yeah. Oh, okay. Then I, I like that one. I just like <laughs> the name of that. Um, look. <laughs> I'm not trying to throw cold water on anything that you get excited about. That's fine. If you like it, I love it kind of deal. But there is something about dressing up. There is something about like pilgrim, pilgriming, pilgriming. What's the word I want here? Doing a pilgrimage. pilgrimage. Doing a pilgrimage. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> to a place that's fictitious. Like that's that's a weird thing. So I've never really encountered these people, but I'm going to say fact. Hey, Al? I'll go cap. I'm with you that I have not, it's not been a, like, I don't need, maybe because I know so little about it. 
that even if there is something that's Harry Potter, thi- I, I don't know. You might have made it might have I, been in front of you. I don't know what I, I have just, no idea. That guy's just I mean, you could weird. say, you can say, think about how fanatical people are about Star Wars, right? Like, think about that. Oh, I know that guy. I've I've encountered that guy frequently. Game of Thrones, Star Trek people. Yeah. Game of Thrones is perfect. Like, I feel like I run into that a lot more than I would run into Harry Potter. You're not so. around the Slytherins, though. I'm not, <laughs> and I need to be. It's a cool name, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Taylor? Uh, this is fact. Star Wars is close. Even though I, I like Star Wars a lot, the fans can be um, obnoxious and toxic at times, but with Harry Potter, I've never seen Harry Potter, but a lot of people in my generation have. I mean, it's been a point of contention, actually, in relationships. It's it's just, it's, the, I don't get it. Which house fa- you choose? The fact that I ha- have not seen oh. it and don't really want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to figure out stuff, bro. <laughs> Are you are you the are you a little like me like the more they tell you, you got to see it's like now well now I'm yeah not, I'm, I'm not at this really point in my life see it. yeah it's not gonna happen <laughs> it's like kind of like if you don't catch it when you're a kid you're not gonna catch it ever so it's like yeah like Lord of the Rings I Ugh. watched recently it's just they're long movies that are fine and then I watched I tried to watch The Rings of Power anyway it wasn't was my favorite so uh, I've been having this issue in my house uh, recently where there's a um, We've been having a lot of smoke alarms go off in the middle of the night. Oh. So I had one in my room uh, about a week ago, and then I had we had one yesterday. And so the one yesterday, I um, started going off when I was getting ready for work in the morning, but I just didn't really have time to stop and fix it. So I was like, someone else will do it. Oh, bad roommate. Wow. Hey, they did not help me <laughs> Were they the all in time. bed? They were all in bed. Oh, Emily, come on, but We man. were all in bed. So anyway, it's, anyway, so I didn't do it because I was kind of rushing out the door. So then I was like, oh, but I'm going to come home. I'm going to buy a ladder because we didn't have anything tall enough to fix it. So I was going to do it after work and come and do it. So uh, I ended up doing it after work and it was fine. But like. It went off all day? Yes, but they don't work from home. And also, they could have also done it. Fair. Did they have more to do with they didn't do it? They didn't help me the time before either. And I asked them to help so me. So this was on purpose. This oh. was not a, this was, I'm not going to do it because. I'm not going to do everything. Okay. So that gives you a little more context. Because it wasn't like, hey, I really got to take off. I got to go. I'm running a little bit behind. I'm not going to hear it in about 10 seconds when I jump in my car and I'm driving there was, down There the was road. some intent in this, correct? A little bit of intent, yeah. Okay. And I, but I still fixed it eventually. I gave them all the opportunity to do it themselves. And, I, they, and they did not jump they on that not. opportunity. So they declined. Yes. And so they just let the, our poor cat listen to the smoke alarms today. Anyway, smoke alarms are the most annoying household issue. Alan, fetch a cap. Uh, cap. I could find 30 other things. Give me the smoke alarm. <laughs> I need that thing. That thing's critical. That's important. There's other things that we could... You got a water leak or something like that, right? Just one of why, those... Why, why, why does that come to mind for you? <laughs> all, all of a sudden, in your mind, you're just thinking to yourself, okay, well, that's not good. Okay, where is it coming from? What's this? What's that? What's that going to cost? Do I got to go get a handyman? I got this. At least if it's a smoke alarm. All right, I just know I got to go get a couple batteries. <laughs> I'll take that Unplug all it. day long. <laughs> yeah, it's just... All day long. It, the, the latter part of it is kind of annoying So you got to go find the step stool or whatever. And I'm short, and we couldn't but, reach it. I, I, I get it. Like, and, and But it's easily fixed, right? If you got a... You don't have to call the electrician or the plumber or the roofer or the... Yeah. The, 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 the HOA. Right. You just you get a new 9 volt and keep it moving. So, no, I think that's... Uh, I'm with Al. It's a little down the list for me. Taylor? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd take like a cockroach infestation you know that's probably got to be worse than than smoke alarms either there, that or like ceiling ceiling leaks 
pretty oh, annoying. Look, well, especially if you're the one that's responsible for fixing it too, right? If they've mm-hmm. got a, a water leak, a roof leak, a window that won't close, that's the worst. Yeah, I think the the only thing I think about with annoyingness is that it will wake you up in the middle of the night, and then you it'll be hard to go back to sleep. But that's the point of it; it's it's not letting you forget about it. So uh, I got my people on Twitter are getting in a debate about whether or not you should do this one thing. So we've all gotten the situation where uh, you know your your friend, your your son fall asleep on the couch. Do you wake them up and you move them to the bed or not? So you should not wake up someone who is sleeping on the couch who fell asleep accidentally. Taylor, Patrick Cap. Um, if it's a friend of mine that's falling asleep on my couch, usually I'll just like put a you know a blanket over him, put a pillow under the head. Yeah, that's very nice. I turn the smoke alarm on. (laughs) (laughs) I put the old battery back. I got him. I got him. That was you don't get too many of those. You know, you got really to enjoy those moments. Uh, you just because uh, I'm going through the, the ladder. Process. You're super quiet. You're, exactly. You're creeping around. You're very quietly untwisting the cap, and you just connect that is beep beep beep. Uh, that's good. Yeah. No. I uh, I I'm gonna wake you if you're sleeping in the couch in the middle. If it's we're calling it a night. You're whatever. You've had too many beers and you fell asleep on my couch. I'm gonna leave you there, and you can you know wake up when you wake up and go home. But if you're if you fall asleep on the couch at two o'clock on a Saturday, I'm not moving. That's your problem. I'm I'm gonna live my life with that problem. And I'm gonna turn on the blender, the TV, or whatever else it is. You're not in your bedroom. You're in a common space. So if you wake up, you wake up. I'm fact on this one. I'm I, I'm doing it more because hell, if they're comfortable and they fall asleep right there, what's the worst thing is when you finally fall asleep. I'm just gonna use me. If I'm if I fall asleep on a couch. And Lady Slee wakes me up, and it's the middle of the day, and she's like, hey, um, just wanted to let you know you fell asleep on the couch. Do you want to go in the bed? I'm not falling back asleep. That's it. It's over. Yeah, I had my window. That. that window is now gone, so I'm just going to appreciate that someone had the ability to fall asleep on the couch, and I leave them there. I, it's not a bad way to do it. All right, so I'm going to play you guys this piece of sound. It's from uh, Dwight Howard, and it was on Chin and Sharp's podcast. 2023 SummerSlam. We got to go. Guess what? This is even bigger. WrestleMania is in L.A. this year. Okay. Who the king of L.A.? King of L.A. Let's go, Shaq. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to go right now. Shay, Shay, you be the referee. You and Skip. I'm taking you down, Dwight. That would do ginormous rating. Man, what? Superman versus Superman? All right. So if you had to have a king of L.A. king of L.A. battle... You would have your money on Shaq. Alan, Fetter Cap. Um, I'll go fact. Here's just a couple issues here. King of LA is a very... Dwight's in that conversation... To be in that conversation, Dwight, you gotta... You're, you can't kind of create a title for this. Don't, don't call it King of LA. Yeah, no. Just call it uh, WrestleMania, NBA, whatever the hell you want to call it. I don't like that. I think Shaq in any situation like that, because he is one of the best, you can call it actors. Yep. He's so performers. loved, performers, entertainment. I think he'd do I think that's kind of actually a, a great place for him to be in. I'd take Shaq in any of that. It's Shaq is as big as Dwight Howard is, Shaq makes him look small. Shaq is Shaq's probably got a hundred pounds on Dwight Not Howard. Not even just size. Right. He makes him look small in popularity. Oh for, the whole you, thing. You name it. Yep. You name it. But Shaq, Shaq other than Yao Ming. Shaq is the biggest human being I've ever stood next to in my life. It, it defies explanation if you haven't been in his presence how big he is. Like Dwight Howard is what six ten, six eleven, and in great shape. But 
it's yeah, Shaq's nothing a different, compared yeah. to Shaq. Now, that being said, Shaq's way out of shape. Dwight Howard is not. So as far as the match itself... I think I would probably. I feel like Dwight could do some ninja stuff on him. Like he could be, be he'd be moving around, bouncing around. But Shaq's got the the reach and the weight advantage, but Dwight's in far better condition. I'm gonna take Dwight. Taylor. Yeah, I think like Trav said, the athleticism. Dwight's younger. Um, he's got the jumping ability. I think you need a lot of that in WWE. Um, but Shaq's see, got more heart. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. It's it's kind of rigged sport, so Shaq would win. Don't oh, Shaq that, would bro. definitely win. Like if we're prove that it's script, rigged, prove it. They had a court case. Yeah, it's <laughs> fake. Ah, oh, okay. But nobody cared. They just kept it moving. They seem to be doing just fine. All right, let's go to the decisions the Dodgers have to make. One, they have 14 days to make. The other one could be done inside a week. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So, guys, I posted in the uh, Travis and Sliwa community on Twitter. So, if you're not part of the uh, community on Twitter, go ahead and join that. Um, the picture of Travis and, and Jerry Jones. And I said, uh, caption this, wrong answers only. <laughs> so, we've gotten some amazing uh, responses. Uh, we got from 805 Raider. He says, when Jerry picks Whataburger over In-N-Out. <laughs> I mean... Water burgers, okay. Um, and then there's on another. On its best day, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. That's good breakfast. And then there's another one. It's from from the perspective of Travis in this photo. It says, "Uh, I was told this room would have meatballs." <laughs> Not bad. Not <laughs> and bad. then uh, there's another one that says, uh, "When your friends show up at your house for the cookout, you've been trying to avoid." <laughs> and then that, that like, would be the look on your face. Yeah. Because remember, what's the date now? Do we have the date yet? February, right? Depends on the Lakers schedule. Still waiting for that to come out. <laughs> but I think it's been out since like August. The second half. The second half. Yeah, the Rams might well, have playoff the, games. There's still a lot of variables. The times may change for the Lakers schedule. A lot of variables in the Rams schedule in February, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to hold on. We'll we'll see. We'll get it done soon. Sure, sure. No, I no problem. Got one more too. It's a Jerry Jones and his head of security, Travis Rogers, minutes before the dispute that led to the altercation. This <laughs> is the narration one. in, in you that documentary. You do look like a security guard there. Somebody. Asked, so when we were at the Super Bowl, speaking of Super Bowl pictures, uh, when the Rams were in Super Bowl Fifty Three in Atlanta, Key was a guest at an event at Top Golf, and I, I went with him. And so we're we're at Top Golf and we're hanging out and we're having some drinks and we're hitting some golf balls and stuff. We're just you know hanging out. Yep. Somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, do you know Key?" Like, yeah. And he goes, "Oh, that's cool." I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. So, are you like, uh, like his his agent? What's the deal? Like, I'm like, no. I said, uh, "Are you his uh, like his accountant or something?" He said, "No." He goes, "Security." I'm like, no, I'm just his friend. We're just we're just. We're just hanging out. Oh, go, I got oh, it. One of those. Okay. Yep, I get okay. it. Okay. Yep. Like, yeah, Pretending no. to be a friend. I got Agent, I like that. Accountant and security guard. Those yep. were the three things. Never just like we might enjoy each other's company. 
was never a possibility. Like, hey, how do you know that guy? Kind of with him on this. Use driver? <laughs> That's probably would have been the best guess just looking at me. Do I look like I'm good at math? No. Do I look like I'm a lawyer, can negotiate contracts? No. Sure as hell not you a good security definitely guard. drive his, his car for I, him I, I drive the Escalade. Right, <laughs> that's it. But I would have the, the black suit on because that's the the uniform of the Escalade drivers, right? Mm -hmm. I would need to do it. All right, here's what it is: the World Series could end as soon as tomorrow. Tomorrow, day off today. Yes, travel day tomorrow. You're tomorrow right. and Sunday is six and seven if necessary. It will be over at the latest on Sunday. Yeah, the Dodgers have five days after the World Series to let Justin Turner know what they're going to do. So whether or not that they're going to pick up his option okay. or whether or not they're not going to pick up his option or they could potentially negotiate a new deal. Cody Bellinger, they have to let him know by November 18th whether okay. they are going to sign him to a new deal, whether they're going to basically say, you know what, I think we're done with this. He would become a free agent at that point. He could go whatever Did he wants. Did you see Bellinger's, that graphic yesterday during the game? I don't think so. Maybe it was after the game. Oh, you know what it was? I think it was Scott Van Pelt doing his show. And it was showing Jeremy Pena, who's an absolute He's on fire. freaking baller. Yep. And it was showing Cody Bellinger. And that what they were doing, I think, in their rookie years in the postseason. And only Jeremy Pena and Cody Bellinger were in this conversation. I'm looking at the photo, I'm like, that's right. Bellinger used to be good. Yeah, it's been a yeah. minute since he was a rookie. This is his last year of arbitration eligible. So they can trade him. They can sign him. And it would cost about $20 million is about what the number would be for him. Or they could just say, you know what? You're good. You, could, you can become a free agent. Yeah. And he could go sign with whatever team he wants. Trey Turner is up in the air. Clayton Kershaw feels like he's coming back. But there's always the possibility that he could not. He, These said, are, he said that first interview after they lost to the Padres, most likely – he would come back. So I'm with you. I'd be surprised if he didn't. These are big. Justin Turner, yep. Cody Bellinger, Trey Turner. Kershaw, Trey Turner. Yep. These are big names. All or some of them could go somewhere else. There are big names available. There's Jacob DeGrom. There's Carlos Correa. There's Aaron Judge. There's Edwin Diaz. There are other big name guys out there. And it's weird. You know, you don't have to do all or one, one or the other. But just thinking this team that won 111 games could look really different a year from now. Really different. Or... Do you have that moment say, listen, wildly disappointing conclusion. However, we won 111 games. Mm -hmm. Do not reinvent the wheel here. We won 111 games because these are big names that could potentially be gone. And, and sooner than later. So right right out the gate, I mean, if, if I said, hey, two of those four guys got to go, who's going? Well, Bellinger's at the top of the list, yep, right? Be easy. Be Bellinger, if you had to get rid of two of them, yeah. it, it's Bellinger and and say JT. It. It's Justin Turner. It is. Yeah. That, that's and I I'm not when I say they're easy ones as in just the value of what you think they bring to the table. Yeah. Um Cody Bellinger hasn't hit in 2 plus years. So like that conversation's always interesting. I get how great he is defensively. You can't pay 20 million dollars cuz a guy can catch fly balls. No, go find a guy then that can I mean you can do that at a lot cheaper of a price. Um Something's missing, Trev. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. No question. But something's missing. Even though you can kind of sit back and tell yourself, what are you, an idiot? They won 111 games. They won 111 games. Why would you make changes? Fourth most ever For in a the team that League. won 111 games. Right. I think it's okay to, to kind of look at their situation and say, 
No, it's okay to make some changes. Listen, is Mookie leaving? No, he's not going anywhere. Is Freddie Freeman going anywhere? No, he's not going anywhere. Is Julio not going anywhere? I mean, you got a core of players that you can rely on night in and night out that are going to be there. It's okay to make some changes. That 111, I think you walked into the postseason. We were talking about this this morning. You make a dish, you make some food, and you, know, you take a taste, right? You grab a spoon or whatever it is and you Stick taste it. Stick your finger in it if you're Michael Thompson. Stick a finger in it. <laughs> you taste whatever it is and you instantly say, you know, it's okay, but something's missing. Yeah, salt. Something is missing. It's always salt. Is that not the Dodgers? Doesn't it feel like something's missing? Oh, for sure. And I, I don't know if anything's going to change. They could walk into next season, win 101 games, and then go win a World Series. So, yes, something is missing for sure. For sure, there's a an element something. of something you need to win baseball games in the postseason that they don't have. But do you really want to rebuild the car because one of the doors is slight? I, I don't know the analogy. It's just, but you're not rebuilding the car. I, but if you lose all of those guys, that's a different car. There, there's there's pieces of it that are the same. But if both Turners and Cody Bellinger, and you know you're going to lose some of the, for instance. The Tyler Andersons sure. and Andrew Heaney's of the world, they were great for the, especially Tyler Anderson. They were great for the Dodgers. And if they come back, I'm I'm super bullish on it. That, that I I'm here for that. I have complete and total faith that Andrew Friedman can find another Tyler Anderson. I completely trust him to do that because they've done. I it. would rather bring Tyler Anderson back than go try to find Not, a Tyler. Anderson. Well, no. See, here's the rub though. If mm-hmm. Tyler Anderson's going to cost you more, he just proved I just won 16 games. You got to pay me for this. Mm-hmm. Last year he wasn't. He was a guy that had been kind. Of, they're really good at the economics of finding guys that they know will be better with them. That, Yancy Almani is another perfect example. He was nothing. Yeah, bring him over here. The problem, He's borderline all star. Can I just say the problem with that is, I get what you're saying that no, they have a track record of developing a guy or taking him from a team that he wasn't that successful. Tyler Anderson was a huge piece to the Dodgers this yeah, year. Yeah, but I'm not paying him. Walker Bueller, okay, out. Yeah. Um, you had how many different? Uh, um, I'm trying to think here. We're, we're trying to think of different starters that you thought you were going to rely on during well, the season. Bauer, Bueller. Um, I mean, there were a handful. Gonsolin of guys. left. Gonsolin left. Kershaw with a couple missed months a big left. Kershaw said he was the one of the few consistents all season long. Yeah, but you, they can find another one of those. They, I, there's, there's, they find one every single year, right? He Dust, was really good, Dustin, and he was good in the postseason. It, it's not that's not the point. That's you're you're talking about something that I'm not talking about. I'm talking about they have proven they can go to the swap meet and find something every time. I'm not paying retail prices for something I can get at the swap meet. That, that but Tyler, but Tyler Anderson ended up being a. You didn't think you were gonna depend on him this way and no. then he, as the season progressed he was kind of one of the guys you, you were depending on absolutely but if i know where to find him and no one else does i'm gonna go find another one i'm gonna spend money on trey turner i'm gonna spend money justin turner i think is the most interesting one because he's your guy right he's your guy other than clayton kershaw 10 years in a dodger uniform, there's a connection he the fans love him mm-hmm. he just won the roberto clemente award he's a wonderful dude everybody is incredibly fond of him it would be weird. And, and by the way, he had a good year. He did not have a good playoff, but he had a really good year. I'm not dying to get rid of him. Like, that's one of those guys. Look, I think his option is like $18 million or something like that. I'm going to give JT the money. I'm going to roll that one again, especially with the DH in the National League. I can find a way to use him. I need him in my clubhouse. I need somebody. All of those other things, I'm willing to consider it. Because to your point, this doesn't work when it needs to work. We got to try to have some. I need. It, I don't know who this person is. You need a Patrick Beverly type to just kind of make everybody go. 
Okay. Let's everybody everybody pay attention here. Just kind of somebody that's a little bit of a of a wild card. They they need something like that. There's so I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah. That I would like to have somebody that's just a, and not in a bad way like Trevor Bauer wild card. No, I know what in you a mean. more functional way. It's like you have a like a Fortune 500 company. And everybody's there in their suits and they're always there at the right time. They always leave it. They're the last ones. You need that guy to like walk in like let's go get a couple drinks. All right. So Kyrie Irving is going to serve at least a five-game suspension from the Brooklyn Nets. Um, it feels almost a foregone conclusion that he's not going to be with that team after the end of the season, if not before I that. I was going to say, that could happen yeah. before. Too. I was going to say, it could happen yeah. today, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Any interest at all in running it back with him and LeBron? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.